Hola raza, hola Chicano casters, this is Fernando Amador from Downey, California, by way of Maywood, California, and welcome to my podcast, Chicano Cast number 51. Today's title is Los Cuatro Agreements, raza, and I'll get into that later, you probably don't know what it means, but you'll find out, and I hope you're as excited by it as I am, especially after you hear it, of course. But Raza, before we get into the show, let me give a quick shout out to my homies over at Migrito Industries. If you aren't familiar with Migrito, Migrito is a Latino-run independent label and artist collective, helping give Latino artists a voice. Check out what they've been doing at Migrito.net and on their socials on Instagram at Migrito. So Raza, before we get into the main topic, let me touch on some current events, some stuff going on. This week, that's pretty sad. Let me start with the Atlanta shooting, or the shootings, I should say, because this fucker went to two or three massage parlors and killed eight people. He claims to have a sex addiction, which I would think has nothing to do with murdering people. Maybe he, if he went to all these freaking parlors and fucked people, wouldn't be so bad. But no, his sex addiction caused them to kill people? The fuck is that? It's a white guy. And he mostly killed Asian people. So with all the shit going on and all the fucking blaming the Asians for the coronavirus bullshit that was started by Trump, you can't see this any other way but racist. Racism. What else can it be? And like I said, it all goes back to Trump and his racist words, his blaming of the Asian community or of the Chinese. And then it went on to the Asian community by the crazy ass people we have in this country. And Rasa... Words have power, Rasa. Words have a lot of power, so we need to watch them. And especially when they're coming from the most powerful man in the world, which was the position that fool held for four years. So yeah, this has to be racism, and it has to be dealt with that way. Very sad for these people who died based on uh, these fucking conspiracies out there about Asians and all the bullshit that's going on with these uh, white supremacist motherfuckers. Not cool, not cool at all. Something has to be done. Like I said last time about starting a vigilante group or something to stop this shit. I just read today that there's going to be groups patrolling. I believe it was Oakland, but I may be wrong. But there's gonna some cities going to have groups patrolling in, in their Chinatown, their Asian neighborhoods. Just to watch out for fools like this because it just, it just can't continue. This is not right. And Rasa, I do have to mention Biden again. Mi tío Biden. God damn, I read today that um, we got to 100 million vaccines and he promised that he would do it in his first 100 days. Pero el vato reached it on his 58th day, almost half the time. Can you believe it? He's only been in office 58 days and he's fucking done so much. Man, my tío Biden, ahora sí, cabrón, my tío Biden, ¿verdad? But I give that dude so much credit, raza. You know, I'm a big fan now. Um, I did vote for him, so I can claim him. Yeah, I know I was a little bit uh, critical about the old guy, but damn, has he come through. Not just on the vacunas, Rasa, but also what I'm about to update you next. So yeah, Rasa, it's the stimulus. El tío Biden se aventó. And you might say that this Chicano cast fool is so excited about $1,400. Bájale, wey. Yeah, yeah, get your $1,400 and shut up. Pero no cabrones, it's the child credit. I'm going to talk about that again. And you might even be saying, pinche Chicano cast, viejo, viejo. You don't even qualify, homie. Your kids are old, so que pedo with that child credit? 
Yeah, maybe I am, fool. Maybe I'm a, I am old, but goddamn, am I excited about it because it's our raza. And you know what? I remember growing up so damn poor and how this money would have made so much difference in, in, in my family. And there's a lot of families out there still. It's sad to see that, that our community still has that need. But it's great to know that that need is actually out there now because of Theo Biden. You know what, Raza? This will lift millions of Latino children out of poverty. Not just Latino children, black children, Asian children, white children. I mean, everyone's going to benefit, but definitely Latinos will benefit. And a lot of our Raza needs this. A lot of our single moms, a lot of our, our low-income families definitely will benefit from this and hopefully put it to good use, right? And Raza, I looked something up, and if you look at the subgroups of Latinos who are going to benefit from this child tax credit, uh, Mexicans that will qualify are almost 6 million. 6 million Mexicanos, the subgroup of Latinos in the U.S. The next subgroup down are Puerto Ricans, and they're slightly less than a million. So goddamn, is this going to help Latinos? Hell yeah, and that's why I'm excited. It's going to help our community, and our community is in great need. So Raza, this is a game changer for our families, for our kids. Like I said before, they now don't have to go out there and get a job. Maybe um, they can just dedicate themselves to school, get good grades, and then possibly go to college and get that degree. Not possibly go to college, go to fucking college, get that degree, get that job. That's what it's for. So I give Biden a lot of freaking credit for that. All right, Raza, I'm almost ready to get into the main topic, but... Like I always say, I'm getting dry. Pinche excusa, verdad? Pinche viejo alcohólico. Anyway, today I'm drinking something very special, Raza. Very, very special. But let me take a drink first. It's what's been called the best IPA in the USA. It's by Russian River and it's called Pliny the Elder. It's a goddamn hoppy IPA. And you know what? Before I even opened it, I'm like, you know what? They make a big deal about this beer, but eh, it's okay. And now that I'm drinking it, I'm like, God damn, this is a good IPA. I've been having a lot of IPAs lately, mostly for the show. I'll, I'll try and find a good IPA to to drink uh, when I'm recording this. But damn, this one is like, yeah, it is a, a step above everything. So if you get a chance, if you're into craft beer, if you like uh, IPAs, try Pliny the Elder. I'm not getting paid. Again, just a stupid fan. So Raza, the main topic is Los Cuatro Acuerdos. What the hell is that, right, Raza? Cuatro Acuerdos? What the fuck is this fool talking about? Well, let me tell you first about the young Chicano cast. Maybe not too young. I was in my 20s, mid to late 20s. You know, I was college educated. Yeah, I had a decent job, a stable job with the government. And, you know, I had a young, lovely family at that point. I started very young. I think I had my first kid at 21. So, goddamn, did I start young. You... Millennials are goddamn smart not having kids till, you know, you're maybe your 30s because a lot of you millennials are probably what, 30 now, 28, 26 and no kids. That's very smart. You know, get that education, get that job and plan it later. Anyway, I started very, very early. And you know what? Even though I started early, I already had the education. I had the, the stable, decent job and I was doing all right. But something seemed off because I knew and now I know back then I didn't know at that time. But now that I look back, I was an arrogant, proud, judgmental motherfucker. I remember never wanting help from anybody, thinking I could figure it all out, thinking I knew it all. And I remember being a, a judgmental fool. I would see homeless people and say, why can't they get up off their ass, go get an education, go get a job, go do this. 
I never thought about what, you know, they could be going through. Not that I ever said it out, said it out loud, but it's something I definitely thought. I also remember being a jealous fool, very jealous, not so much outwardly to like tell my girlfriend or my wife anything, but internally just very goddamn insecure. And I thought, you know, that that's the way people were. And that's just the way everybody was. And guess what? A lot of people were actually that way. But what I did realize is that it's something I didn't like because it's something that was just torturing me inside. And at some point, Rasa, and I won't say it happened in my 20s, I really can't pinpoint this. But at some point, maybe in my 30s or even possibly early 40s, I decided to look into like self-help type books and read shit about just being a better person. And not outwardly, but inwardly, you know, how you can just love yourself better and be more at peace with yourself. I wanted to do some self-improvement. And again, I'm not sure where the hell it came from. You know, I would like to credit somebody like a tío, a primo, a cuñado, or somebody who got me into it. But I can't really just pinpoint that. And I don't think I'm, I was smart enough to come up with this on my own. Saying Fernie, Chicano cast. Back then I was Fernie. I was young. I could still be Fernie, right? I don't think I was smart enough to pinpoint. Something's wrong with you, Fernie, talking to myself, right? You need to go read something or do something or, or, or go see somebody. Knowing my ass, I probably saw it on Oprah. I probably saw it on Phil Donahue, if you even know who that is. And, and that's probably how I just got interested in it. But you know what? If that was the way, that's nothing wrong because I think it set me in the right direction. So somewhere, somehow, I heard of the Four Agreements. And on the cover of this book, which is right here in front of me, it says, It's a Practical Guide to Personal Freedom. Now, that's a big-ass word, right? Well, that's a big-ass sentence, I guess. What does that mean? Well, let me move on, and, and maybe um, you'll get me. And Rasa, I don't want to turn anybody off with this. Just give me a chance. Give me, you know, 10 more minutes, and I think you'll understand that uh, this is maybe something you want to try. And you know what? If you're already okay, if you've already done something similar or, or different, but it was working on yourself, then, you know, listen to me, and, and maybe um, you can uh, tell me about the, what you have done. Send me a, an email at chicanocast at gmail.com and let me know what other books or, or systems you have put in place to better yourself. So the best part of this, this four agreements, is that it's by a Mexican author who is sharing Toltec wisdom. And serio, Raza, it's nothing new. This is Toltec wisdom going back many, many years to our, our natives down in, in Mexico. Yeah, the Toltecs were from Tula Hidalgo, Mexico, and known as men and women of knowledge so when i heard the book was about that i said all right let me give it a try i need to be a better person and what better than mexican wisdom and knowledge that deals with rules and agreements for somebody to live by who better to understand me right a mexican author using old mexican native knowledge so rasa i got the book in front of me again and if you decided to read this book right in the beginning there's a section called the smoky mirror and if you read that right off the bat, it'll probably turn you off. Because I know it did with me. I read it and I was like, what the fuck is this talking about? This guy must have been smoking some peyote when he wrote this. So I would say skip it unless you smoke a joint first. If you smoke a joint first, then you might get into it and even understand it. I honestly didn't get it until I read the book maybe two or three times. And I went back and would read the smoky mirror part. And damn, it's a great section. I really like that. So jump into the book and skip that part and jump right into the four agreements if you can, if you decide to get it. So what's it about, right, Rasa? 
Mucho pinche drama. I keep talking about this. I keep talking about that. Okay, okay, raza, tranquilos. The book is about four basic rules or agreements that you make with yourself that you will live by. Y ahí les va. Ahí les va. No more drama. Ahí les va. Let me start with the first agreement. I'm going to give you a very summarized version. I probably will not give credit that it deserves to this book. But I do want to um, tell you about these four agreements that for me have changed my life. And not that I'm perfect at them or nothing, but it's something I have worked on for many, many years now. But before that, one more drink. Damn, that Pliny the Elder is good. Numero uno, raza. And here it is. Here's the first rule, the four agreement. Be impeccable with your words. Damn, raza, that is hard, right? Because we're fucking chismosos. We love to talk shit. We always like putting people down to make ourselves feel better. Sometimes we put our own wife down, our own kids down, and that's a lot of bullshit. But yeah, putting down, putting people down sometimes makes us feel like we're better. But guess what? It doesn't. It actually makes us into these bitter fools. I sometimes think we rasa tend to do that because the white man did it to us for so long and still does it to us that we just think that's the way to be better than somebody else. So like I said earlier, rasa words have power. More than you know, Rasa. So when you are not impeccable with your words and you put somebody down, especially when it's sometimes somebody you love, you don't know the damage you could be doing. So if you apply this one, just this one basic rule to be impeccable with your words, you're already 50% a better vato or vata. And even if you can't apply it at 100%, just by knowing this, just by understanding this agreement or this rule, you will catch yourself when you're not being impeccable with your words. And you will realize that, hey, what I just said was unnecessary and cruel. And just realizing that is the first step. And little by little, you will make that correction. Numero dos. Don't take anything personally. What? Yeah, don't take anything personally. Raza, this one was easy for me. This rule number two, because I never have. Maybe that's the reason I'm willing to do this foolish podcast, right? And people might criticize me or review me wrongly, which hasn't happened too much. But I don't care. I'm doing this because, you know, I believe in myself. I believe in what I'm doing. I believe there's one or two listeners out there who who like what I'm doing. And that's enough for me. But sometimes, you know what? And not talking about the podcast anymore, but just in general, sometimes people are assholes. And sometimes people will put you down just to see you down and you know what if your comeback is i'm not taking that poison from you i'm not taking that personally then you just defeated that asshole when people say hey pendejo don't take it personally but guess what they want you to take it personal they want you to take it personally they want to put you down and they want to see you down well fuck them let that shit slide off raza because if you take it personally and get all aguitado, then guess what? You just gave them what they wanted. You just lost. El que se aguita pierde. I remember hearing that back when I was a kid in Mexico. It's a lot easier to do that when you have some self-esteem or high self-esteem. But you don't have to because once you realize this and you realize that the shit somebody's throwing at you is a bunch of bullshit and they're just trying to put you down, then you just let that shit go. You can actually bounce that shit right back to them. Now, if it's your close family, your wife, the way I got intervened on telling you shit, well, guess what? I need to take that personal because if it's people who actually love you and are coming from a good place, then there's some things that maybe you should, right? Okay, let me move on. Numero tres. 
And numero tres, the rule, the agreement is don't make assumptions. Now, what the hell does that mean? Well, let me explain a little bit. But this is one I struggled with. I would always assume what somebody else was thinking, what somebody else was feeling, what somebody else might do or might want to do. And when you're younger, you're kind of pendejo and you just assume all these things. And the problem is you believe them as true. You even think you know what your viejo or your vieja are thinking. And then you, you, you blame them for it. And they're like, what the fuck? How do you know my thoughts? Pinche vato loco. And then you start making assumptions as to what they feel about you. And then when you get really out there, you even make assumptions as to what they maybe have done or what they did behind your back. And they're like, you are going and off down a fucking crazy ass rabbit hole. And yeah, that happens when you start making assumptions. And it's all a fantasy. It's all an insecure fantasy. It's an insecure assumption. You know, one leading to another. And in the end, it's worse for you because it becomes self-torture. Because you begin to believe all that bullshit and it won't let you be tranquilo. It'll just fucking spin and spin in your head. All this bullshit assumptions you're making about all these people. So Chicanas, don't assume your vato knows anything about what you want. Because believe me, we don't. So give us some clear ass hints. We are pendejos. We need it. It also deals with accepting someone for, you know, who they are. And not what you think they can or should be. Don't assume this person can be better. Don't assume this person can dress better. Don't assume this person can smell nicer. Yeah, chicanas, stop taking on projects. Si lo quieres, así, entrale. But no more fixer-uppers. So not making assumptions will save you from a lot of disappointment, raza. And it will make you a better communicator because you will ask questions and get facts. And no more chismes and no more assumptions. It's going to be based on what you know. Not based on what you think you know. Alright, Raza, let me move on to the last one. Numero cuatro. And that last rule, that last agreement is to always do your best. Damn, that's hard, Raza, for me especially because I used to half-ass a lot of shit back in high school and even in college. Honestly, like I've told you before, I'm not special, but I was just good at school. Just good at numbers and books, not good at history, not good at freaking coding or programming. But everything else I was pretty good at. You know, I could get away with just half-assing shit and still get a B in the class. Maybe a C plus, sometimes even an A minus. So that one, you know, it cost me a lot of disappointment when I half-assed shit and I failed. It hurt. It hurt because I could think back and say, God damn, why didn't I try harder? Why didn't I do better? But you know what? Those times that I did do my best at job interviews or in classes and I didn't get a good grade or I didn't get the job, guess what? I didn't feel bad because I would think to myself, you know what? I did all I could do, but it just wasn't meant to be. I did my part. There was nothing else for me to do. And you feel disappointed for a little while, but it goes away a lot quicker than when you half-ass shit. But to always do your best, Rasa, takes discipline because there's always those projects you get at work or even stuff you have to do at home. That's not always fun. So you have to remember that whatever you're given, whatever your assignment is, be it from your boss or be it from from your personal life, you just have to do the best you can on it. So it means breaking habits. Apaga la tele, cabrón. Estudia bien. TV is a badass habit. Turn off the damn music. Get into that book because you got a test tomorrow. And watching too much TV and listening to bullshit YouTube videos, it's just going to make you dumber. So for me... I still keep trying to break that fucking TV habit. And how am I doing it? By doing podcasts. 
by reading books, reading articles that I can communicate to you guys. So yeah, it's just a bad habit. And believe me, TV makes you a pendejo. So the less time you can spend on that thing and the more time you can spend reading, the better you'll be. And doing your best, Rasa, doesn't mean you'll necessarily be better than others at something or always win. It just means you're going to be true to yourself, to your abilities. And that even if you end up being second, fifth, or tenth place, you will still have the satisfaction of knowing you tried your hardest and you'll be happy with that third place ribbon. So Rasa, let me give you a quick summary. Acuérdense cabrones, only four rules to apply. They're very easy to remember, but not so easy to implement. But if you do it, I really think your life will change. So the first rule, the first agreement, be impeccable with your words. Cuida los chismes, raza. Rule or agreement number two, don't take anything personally. Be like Teflon, raza. Rule or agreement number three, don't make assumptions. Assumptions make not my young Chicano. I was trying to be Yoda there. Did that work? No, huh? Rule or agreement number four. Always do your best. And that means give it your all. Not be the best. Although sometimes you can be the best. But it usually means just give it your all. The way I do on this podcast. Horale. So Rasa, I read the book maybe four or five times. And believe me, I still have trouble with all these agreements. Well, the one that's easy for me is number two. Don't take anything personally. I don't give a shit what people say. Yeah, you can hear that, right? But yeah, I read the book because I'm far, far from perfect. I'm far, far from good. I try to be a better person. And that's the reason I read this book over and over. And I think about these four agreements and how I apply them. But I do realize also when I break them, when I judge somebody, when I say something bad about somebody. All that is, it's just negative ass energy and negative karma that comes back to you. So if you just go through these four, uh, try to apply them every day, little by little, not only will you become a better person, but you will feel better about yourself. And what better than Mexican Tolteca knowledge and wisdom to guide your life, right, Raza, with four easy rules. I can't believe them. When I read them, I'm like, this book's a ripoff. These rules are nothing special, but goddamn, the insight you, you get in this book it's very special. So if you want to make some changes, if you're in need of some self-help, start with this one. It's simple. And you know what? Honestly, no one paid me to go over this. I just really believe it could make my community, my Chicanos better if uh, they implement these things. Again, it comes back from our old Raza from Mexico. So Raza ya estuvo. Ya me fui muy Tony Robbins, ¿verdad? So, okay, I'm going to stop there. My lovely Chicanas and Chicanos, stay brown and stay proud. Hasta la próxima. Chicano Cast, this is Tony Robbins.
Why are you doing self-help podcasts and then using my name alongside? Who? Who's this? I don't know who you are, Ese. I never heard of you. Don't be the fool, Chicano cast. You know who this is. You just use my name. What name, vato? The only name I ever used is Antonio Robino. I don't know no fucking Tony Robbins.